Today we're going to consider what it means when we say, bless the Lord. We know that God blesses us, but how can we bless God? When Melchizedek blessed Abraham, he established an important principle. In Hebrews 7 and verse 7 we read, And without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. How can lowly man bless an almighty God who is above all? The prophet Isaiah illustrates the relationship between God and man. In Isaiah 40 and verse 22, He sitteth upon the circle of the earth, and the inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers. How can man, likened to a lowly grasshopper, bless a God that sitteth on the circle of the earth? The psalmist says, Psalm 89 and verse 11, the heavens are thine, the earth also is thine. As for the world and the fullness thereof, thou hast founded them. All things belong to God. He is the creator of all things. So what can we give to God? And God challenges Job with that same question. Job 41 and at verse 11, Who hath first given unto me that I should repay him? Whatsoever is under the whole heaven is mine. All things are mine. And even if we were able to give God everything that we have, we would still have to acknowledge, in the words of David in the first of Chronicles 29 and verse 14, all things come of thee, and of thine own have we given thee. There's nothing that we can give to God. We cannot add anything to him. We bless him because he's first blessed us. And God is pleased with our worship. It's the only thing that we can give to him. The Hebrew word translated bless in the Old Testament is barak. It means to kneel, to bless God as an act of adoration. And it's the same word used for God's blessings upon mankind. And whereas we can understand man kneeling in humility before God, it's not easy to see in what sense God would kneel before man. In the New Testament, the word bless means to speak well of someone. God's blessings bring good things upon his people, and we respond by blessing God and speaking good things of him. But the opposite of blessing is to curse or to speak evil. And this is illustrated many times in scripture. Blessings were promised if Israel were obedient. In Deuteronomy 28 and verse 2, And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessings are conditional upon obedience, but disobedience brings cursing. Deuteronomy 28 and verse 15, But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Remember this simple principle. Obedience is necessary for God's blessings, but disobedience will bring cursing. There are many examples, but let's look at just one more. Proverbs 3 and verse 33. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked, 
but he blesseth the habitation of the just. So blessing is the opposite of cursing. And this is also the teaching of the New Testament. James speaks of the tongue as a little member that we need to control. It blesses and it curses. James 3 and verse 10. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. The reason God's blessings are given is to nurture his plan and his purpose with the earth. He gives overall blessings to sustain life on earth, but he also gives blessings to individuals. The whole earth receives blessings from God. Hebrews 6 and verse 7. For the earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh oft upon it, and bringeth forth herbs meet for them by whom it is dressed, receiveth blessings from God. But the first individual blessing was given to Adam and Eve. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse 22, And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it. But perhaps the most important blessing of all in our Bibles is the blessing that was given to Abraham. In Genesis chapter 12 and verse 2, I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. A blessing that speaks to the future, when all the families of the earth will be blessed in faithful Abraham. An easy way to understand the pattern of blessing is to consider a circle. Let's call it the circle of blessing. God sits at the top giving blessings to mankind, but then we respond by offering blessings to him. Paul says we bless God because he's blessed us. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenlies. And there we see the circle of blessing. We bless God because he's blessed us. God is the only source of blessing. All blessings come from him. He blesses mankind by bestowing good circumstances in their lives. And the faithful respond by blessing God for his mercy and for his goodness towards them. Thus God is the giver. Mankind are the recipient. And often there's a mediator who pronounces God's blessing upon others. The high priest of Israel was instructed by Moses, on this wise he shall bless the children of Israel. Numbers chapter 6 and at verse 24. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Sometimes it was a prophet that pronounced God's blessing. And sometimes men call upon God to bless others, as was the case of Jacob when he, he blessed his sons in Genesis chapter 49. So how then can we bless God? There's nothing that we can give him. The less is blessed to the better. But we can respond, we can thank him for the benefits he bestows upon us. And we find a good example in Deuteronomy chapter 8 and at verse 10. When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God 
for the good land he's given thee. Notice that circle of blessing. God gave blessings to Israel. He gave them a fruitful land to sustain them. And Israel ate of the land and were full and they responded. They blessed God for the good fruitful land that he'd given them. And so in this instance, they are in effect thanking God for his goodness towards them. Nothing they can give him apart from thanks and praise. But we need to understand the difference between blessing and praise. And although they're closely related, there is, I believe, an important difference. Blessings proceed from God, but praise ascends from man. God never praises mankind. Here are some examples which help us to understand the difference between blessing and praise. In Psalm 34 and verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Some have suggested that blessing is parallel with praise. But as we've suggested, blessing is a circle. Blessings are bestowed by God upon mankind. However, praise is different. We can praise God for all sorts of things, for his goodness, for his mercy, for his power and for his might, to name just a few. But where do we find God praising man? And as a general rule, God doesn't praise mankind. However, he does commend men and women for their faithfulness. Many are mentioned in Hebrews 11. They all received a good report. God commends them because they led lives of faith. God speaks of his approval of individuals like Job. In Job chapter 1 and verse 8, there was none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil. And David is another example in Acts 13 and verse 22. I found David the son of Jesse, a man after mine own heart. They are commended for their faithfulness. But it's only in the future, when the Lord Jesus Christ has returned, that all mankind will receive praise in the fullest sense. Then, and only then, in the first of Corinthians 4 and verse 5, we read, shall every man have praise of God. Only when the earth is filled with faithful men and women will God's praise be bestowed upon all mankind. And we need to be careful that we don't fall into the same trap as the Pharisees. In John chapter 12 and verse 43, they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. They wanted the short-term praise of men rather than seeking for the everlasting approval and praise of God. So blessing is a circle, the highest form of thanksgiving that we can give, a response to his blessings to us. But praise is one way. Mankind offers praises to God, but God only commends the faithful in anticipation of that future day when every man shall have praise of God. How do we bless the Lord in our lives? Blessing requires total commitment. God has to be the first priority. Psalm 103 and verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. 
And the word soul is nephesh, and it speaks of breath. Thus we bless God with every breath and all that is within us. We forget not his benefits. And the psalm concludes by calling on the angels in heaven, his hosts and all creation to bless him. Psalm 103 and verse 20. Bless the Lord, ye his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Surely a psalm that unites heaven and earth in blessings to God. Another psalm where blessing and praise are closely linked is Psalm 145. And there in verse 1 we read, I will extol thee, my God, O King, I will bless thy name for ever and ever. Every day will I bless thee, and I will praise thy name for ever and ever. In this psalm, I will bless thy name for ever and ever is parallel with I will praise thy name for ever and ever. And that shows the close relationship between the two. Every day we bless him in our worship and our praise. We extol him, we thank him for the blessings that we've received at his hand. And then that psalm concludes with a, with a call for all flesh to bless him. Psalm 145 verse 21 my mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord and let all flesh bless his holy name for ever and ever. And so we've seen the principle of blessing. The less is blessed of the better. We have considered that all things belong to God and yet God is pleased with our worship. Blessing is the only form of worship where man and God are joined in that circle of blessing. God doesn't praise or give thanks to man, but man offers praise and thanksgiving to God. We bless the Lord with our whole life in thankfulness for his blessings that have been freely given to us. And although we live in a world that is ungodly, we can look forward to that day when all flesh will bless his holy name for ever and ever. Well, let us then be part of that circle of blessing let us bless the lord that in the future we might receive the greatest blessing of all we read that in the mountains of zion psalm 133 and verse 3 for there the lord commanded the blessing even life forevermore may these few simple principles help us to understand how we can bless the lord in our lives